Do you want me to do the intro? <laughs> do you want? It sounds like you want to do the intro. I mean, I'm not gonna read your intro, but okay. I have my own intro prepared. Um, I feel like you're kind of stealing my thunder a little bit, but dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what the flux is up, everyone? Welcome to the Flux Podcast, where we talk everything flux. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I feel like that was pretty fire. All right. <laughs> I guess we'll just roll with okay, it. Okay, no, no, read your regular intro. No, 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 it's okay. Well, you know what? We'll keep it. Well, I just go to and be like, what the hell is going on? It'll be funny <clears throat> to catch him off guard. Um, Okay. Well, now I'm wondering, do I even do mine, or do we just leave it? Yeah, go ahead, go do just it. Just add it in there, too? Add the spiel? Yeah, just, just do your regular intro. Okay, but I'll still add yours in. I mean, do you want to do your intro after my sick intro? <laughs> like, will it even compare? <laughs> well, it's just so people know what they're getting into. I mean... Talking everything flux? Go ahead, do your intro. You're gonna you're gonna shit on it now. Are you gonna match my energy? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Don't read it. <laughs> Hello, this is Flux, a weekly podcast sharing my journey of self-discovery. Wait, I can't say it for your journey. Hello, this is Flux, a weekly podcast sharing Kawaii Case's journey of self-discovery and constant transformation as a 20-something. This is your host, Caitlin, aka Kawaii Case. And now you come in. Flux is a safe space for candid conversations around creativity, relationships, mental health, and spirituality. And as the name suggests, all thoughts are subject to change. Because life is a constant state of flux. <laughs> Happy Flux Friday! Welcome to episode four. If you could tell, it's clearly not my voice alongside me. So we have a very special guest. He is Rockstar Made. He makes the best sunny side up eggs. We'll make you a song or a will make a song that you will know the lyrics to immediately because it is so catchy. An absolute fashionista, pop culture king. <laughs> Loyal friend, sibling, and boyfriend, my rival competitor for number one biggest Koi Case fan, Yosef Manauer, also known as Biggie Two Stars. Okay, we did not rehearse any of this, and that is the greatest intro. Like, I was not expecting all that. that fire. <laughs> um, continue. Yosef <laughs> <laughs> Manauer, aka Biggie Two Stars. Dang, that just took me aback. <laughs> just registering everything. Processing I heard. it. Yeah. Well, I like to start off with an energy update. Obviously, I love Yosef, and I pronounce his name wrong, so it really makes me cringe. Um, so I try not to say it as much, but if I say it differently and weirdly, I do not know how to say it correctly. I'm sorry. Um, but I brought Yosef on today because. I was really procrastinating this episode. I just did not feel like hashing any mental obstacles this week. 
<laughs> anymore. Um, sometimes you need a break. And sometimes you just want to like step back and like, oh, I'll just stop. And But I'm like, you just got to pivot, change direction. So um, Yosef usually inspires me a lot with most things. So I thought it'd be cool to just shift and talk about someone else in my life that's really awesome and learn more about him. And although I know it's my journey of self-discovery, I feel like the people around me also obviously affect that. And that's just me tying, trying to tie it in. But there are no rules on this podcast. So <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at um, energy-wise, inspiration, creativity. But yeah, what about you? How are you doing? Where's the energy at? Energy levels are low mm. because I work a nine to five job temporarily before, you know, I'm on my world tour. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, you finish the work day and we've been like super busy at work because we have like all these like big projects that are all going on at the same time. So the last three weeks have been a struggle. So energy is usually pretty low after work because you know i'm just working really hard during the day and not that your job oh go ahead i was low i was down low but now i'm on a hundred because i'm on my favorite podcast (laughs) lux podcast with the greatest host in the world Kawhi case (laughs) and we're gonna talk about things Mm -hmm. but I i went into this blind like so I don't know what we're about to talk about, but we're about to talk about things. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I definitely felt that energy uh, levels low after work, but then after I ate and then um, I was wearing like my PJs all day today because I can do that with my job. Um, but once I put on my dress and I got my little podcast set up, I feel like a fucking professional um, I'm feeling high energy right now, and I'm like, ex- and I'm really excited to, yeah, kind of like it is, I guess, kind of like an interview format, but still conversation, still a candid conversation, um, about things. So, I'm excited to get into it. Oh, but I was gonna ask you earlier, uh, not that your job defines you, but what do you do for work? Because you were talking about work. I feel like I should probably just get into like who i am okay now wait oh you're gonna like introduce yourself should i now yeah all right (laughs) um i'm yosef manauer i'm uh caitlin's boyfriend uh i am an artist um for my job i am a graphic designer for a pr company for a pr agency and it's kind of cool because me and Caitlin kind of have the same job. But yeah, that's what I do. Um, I've always been super creative ever since I was a kid. Like I hated math when I was growing up and I always liked history projects because I don't know why history projects were always the ones where you could like be creative and think outside the box because there's like multiple ways to tell history. But in math, there's always just like that one formula to get that mm. one positive like that one right answer so yeah i never really liked that you know like the structure of that i tend to like graphic design because instead of 
plugging in numbers into a formula, I get to create the solutions myself. But if we're really being honest, before I even wanted to be a graphic designer, I think it was eighth grade, I was like obsessed with Kid Cudi. And ever since then, I just wanted to be a rapper slash music artist. And that's still my dream today. And we can talk about that later. But yeah, I ended up going to school for accounting after I just gave you that whole spiel about how I hate math. (laughs) It didn't go well. And it's because when I went to college, I literally did not know what I wanted to major in. And I made the mistake of just declaring a major and just like sticking with it. And I think if I could go back, maybe I wouldn't have gone to college. I would have taken like a year off to kind of figure things out. But everyone else was doing it. So I was like, dang, I guess I have to. And I was like, well, my dad's an accountant. So let's just do accounting. And like, I didn't really understand the complexity of that decision. (laughs) And then I'm like in my senior year, like depressed. I hate what I'm doing. I kind of had like a, a midlife crisis at like 21. And yeah, I basically changed my major my senior year, which set me back like two and a half years, which was, you know, I was I was scared to tell my parents. I was scared to tell my dad. But luckily, like both my mom and my dad were super chill about it and supportive. And basically they told me like, hey, it makes no sense to like do something you don't want to do. And they supported me and I graduated art school literally this December. So Yay, Yay. me. Yeah. And now I'm working my first big boy job as a graphic designer. Still making music. More is on the way. Big things coming. So, yeah. I love it. One, it's funny because like you're the reason you went to college is pretty similar to me where I kind of just went because that's what everyone else is doing. But I was also undecided. But I'm curious about that like that gap year like what would that look like like you were talking about like what you would have done like to work things out I mean I can't really say like what I would have done like but what I would have liked to do is so I feel like I like the structure of high school and like how everything was like planned out for me Mm. and during that time I was I feel like, you know, like they tell you like, oh, like, you know, like you got to like think about college and stuff. And I guess I was, but I was more just like having fun with my friends, living in the moment. I was a, I was a good student too. Like I was getting my work done, but I wasn't, I, even like today, I think Caitlin can attest to this. I don't like thinking like far ahead into the future. Like mm-hmm. I just like living in the now mm-hmm. and yeah, I just wasn't planning for it. So like once high school ended, I guess I was kind of just, like, searching for that structure of, like, okay, like, I guess college is next. Mm. That's what I should do. And then, like, I can just live my life and go to school like I have Mm. been. But, yeah, like I said, like, what I should have done was taken that year off, maybe gone to community college, Mm. tried out classes, really, like, go, like, I should have went on, like, a self-discovery journey. Mm-hmm. And thought about like what I liked and what I could do with the things I liked. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, growing up, there weren't 
any graphic designers that I know of. Mm-hmm. I think I was the first in the family to go to art school. So That's sick. <laughs> yeah, definitely trailblaze because uh-huh. now my younger cousin's going to art school and that makes me super proud. And she's like a way better artist than I am. Well, Ooh. fine artist, fine artist. Okay. Subjective. Subjective. But like, no, but she's been doing art forever. And like, I remember having a conversation with her like a couple years ago where she was saying she didn't know what she wanted to do because like, you know, like art doesn't make any money. Mm. And then I went to school for art, like after that conversation. And now I have a job and like, yeah, I like to think that I was kind of the trailblazer, the inspiration for her to like you know, say like, hey, this is what I like and I'm good at it. So, yeah. But yeah, like I was saying, I want, I, I get sidetracked. No, get sidetracked. It's okay. I don't, I didn't, I didn't have an example of anyone that like followed like a more creative path. Like my mom's a software engineer. My younger brother did computer science. Now he's a software engineer. My dad's an accountant. You know, it's all these like practical jobs. And it makes sense because my parents are like uh refugees like they came from afghanistan and yeah so like when they came for them it was just about like you know like getting a good job and then having money to provide like for their family and then obviously i came along with my brothers and like they worked hard so like we could have like you know like a pretty good life like growing up so I guess like my circumstances were different because, you know, I had like the privilege of like experimenting with different things, but I didn't know that. So, yeah, I just tried to do what I saw, which was like accounting and like, you know, everyone's like a lawyer, or doctor. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know. There's just not that many creative um, job havers in my family. Mm. So, yeah, that was another thing I feel like. Even if I took that year off, maybe, like, I wouldn't even have chosen graphic design because there aren't graphic designers in my family. Mm. And that's, like, your exposure. Yeah, and I feel like that's pretty typical with, like, you know, like, Middle Eastern families. Just, like, you know, getting the practical job, getting, like, getting a good salary, providing for your family, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And, like, I totally get it. And, like... Yeah, the stability is great, I feel like, with jobs like that. Uh What I'm saying is, like, if there's something that you love, there is a way to, like, make a living off of that. And, like, depending on what it is, maybe it's not going to come immediately. Um, But there is a way. And if you, like, you keep going, like, you're going to make money off doing the things you love i'm not saying to do it just for the money do it because you love it and the money will come but there is a way and yeah i'm getting sidetracked no it's okay no i like it no there's no rules how like talk about whatever i love it um but you were talking about because you know what i'm saying right like people like shy away from like the things they really want to do and then they just do what I did and they follow the crowd because that's what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And then like years down the line, they're like, damn, I should have done that. And like, I feel like that's what I felt three years into college. And like, I'm just proud of myself for actually like making the change. 
because I don't know, like a lot of people don't. And like back to college, like when you do find out what you want to do, also determine whether college is like the right thing for you. Uh-huh. Um I went to art school. Art school is expensive. Going to college uh-huh. is expensive. You don't need to go to art school uh-huh. to be a graphic designer. Uh-huh. I loved art school. I learned a lot from it, but I didn't necessarily need it. Uh-huh. But I'm happy I went. So, like, yeah. Just determine if college is something that's right for you before you end up actually doing it. Because you don't need to go to college for some jobs. Or a graphic designer... It's literally just your portfolio. Obviously, you know, some companies will look, oh, did they go to college? Other companies are literally just going to look at your work. Like, if your work is good, you're going to get hired. If you don't go to college and you perfect your craft and you make a fire portfolio, you are going to get hired. It does not matter. Like, I went to school with kids that, you know, like, I mean, they got the degree, but did they have, like, the best portfolio? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if they put in the work. Mm -hmm to get that it's just about you know like loving what you do and like putting in the work to get better as opposed to like i think in any major people just go to school and then like survive just to get by to get that degree yeah and then you're off to the real world and you're like oh damn rip too close to home no (laughs) no it's funny because i feel like um i mean me you nahal all three of us i feel like there was like the similar thought process um, well, just the fact that you like this whole, we just resorted to, I don't really know what we want to do. Like after high school, when we really knew, but we just weren't like telling ourselves, boy, you are not picking up that phone during podcast. Put that away. Put that somewhere else. We're hi- hide it. Okay. <laughs> That's you can't say Nahal though. Like, oh. People are not going to know like, who Nahal is. Oh. Um, oh, well, yes, his cousin, <laughs> um, talking about like, we don't know, but we probably already knew, but we kind of just let, you know, society kind of take our course. Well, she didn't, she's going to art school and you didn't, you eventually went to art school. And at the same time I met you is when I realized like that a creative path was meant for me as well. And it was my senior year. And for me, I think I only had one or I had one or two semesters, two semesters left. And you did two, right? Did you have two semesters left? I had one semester. Oh. Wait, no, I had two semesters left. Oh. Yeah. I was already really fed up and, you know, wanting to stick it to the man every day. Because <laughs> I was just so passionate about the art I was doing at the time, which was YouTube. And that was something similar to you. I started in middle school eighth grade I'm pretty sure that I started making YouTube videos and I just I mean part of what I've always loved about YouTube which ties into the podcast and everything I do now is that I just wanted a space for me to like explore anything I wanted so like even before like or in the words of Pharrell a pluralist like just wanting to experience everything or try everything um so obviously, you know, there's a lot of nuance to that. Like, you know, you got to focus and put your all into it. You know, we can get into that later. But yeah, just the idea of um, wanting to do a lot of things and then 
that's still tying into today and working on it now. Here I am. Podcast has been a baby step back into the creative world for me. Obviously, my job is creative, but it's not the same. Uh, it's not for me. It's for someone else, many other people. So, so Yosef has like a lot of family in the area he lives in. And I guess I never really thought about it until you talked about it now with like the trailblazing thing and um, how like, I mean, you're probably one of the older like cousins, right? I think I'm like the second oldest if you start with Sahara. Oh. oh, but that's the cousin that's like two days older than me. Oh, okay. So if you're listening, you got me. You got me by <laughs> two days. Congrats. Oh, well, yeah, I was just thinking like, do you feel pressure being like one of like the older, I guess, kind of role models? Like whether or you not, whether or not you think you are, like, I feel like I never thought about that. Like your cousins could have been looking up to you like since you were small. Like, did you ever think about that? No, <laughs> just like simply like I never think about that. Um, and I have like a younger brother who's like 13 now and I, I still don't think about like of me as a role model to him, even though I am and yeah. maybe I should. Well, I mean, I mean, I try to like be a good brother. Like I'm not like not doing that. It's just like, I don't know. Like I never looked at my cousins like I was like a role model, like we were kind of all just friends yeah and like even like the younger ones i mean they were younger than me so maybe we didn't connect yeah when they were that young until they got older but i uh-huh. still like consider them like my friends right I don't know. yeah because they were my first friends like the cousins around my age were my first friends yeah before so so. And it was cool you know you yeah. get born and then you automatically have friends because everyone's around everyone yeah yeah. that's definitely a gift um for sure and i had probably a lot of other thoughts about everything you talked about but i can't think of them now so i guess i'll nope i'm trying to be all smooth like zane low and not be like and the next question is i just want to ask it and make it smooth um (laughs) let's talk about youtube what? Let's talk about your YouTube. <laughs> Why are you trying to put me on the hot seat, boy? I got questions for you. So, <laughs> can we talk about how we met? Um. Okay, sure. No rules, right? I'm over here like, <gasps> it's going off no, the outline. We'll, we'll do, no, we'll, no, no, no. We'll do, I, no, we'll do okay. the expedited no, version. No, no expedited. Dude, we can, we can talk for so our basically, long. I saw Caitlin on like the side of the road like dropping off my friends on campus and i was like okay okay <laughs> but you know obviously i personally don't like going up to people and like you know making a move in person because i hate making people uncomfortable so i'd rather just like you know shoot them a message on like instagram or something or twitter you know slide in the dms because it's like I don't know, like, you just send the message and you kind of give them the option to either, like, respond to it or not respond to it, and then you just move on with your day instead of, like, making someone uncomfortable. But obviously, I didn't have Caitlin's at. But then a mutual friend of mine at the time was, like, a 
freestyle soccer influencer. And then I saw Caitlin on his Instagram and then I followed Caitlin, who did not follow me back. <laughs> I guess it's my fault, but I like to blame Caitlin because it was pri- his sometimes I gave her a hard time. Yeah, my account was private, but you know, I mean, my profile picture was small, but I was looking good in it, but whatever. <laughs> and then No mutual like, friends either. Yeah, that's true. But I followed and then I was, you know, liking a couple pictures, trying to get the follow back. Still didn't get the follow back. So I'm like, all right, let me take my account off private, posted a picture, <laughs> then liked one of their pictures. And then they saw the glory. That is my Instagram. And they're like, okay, okay. And yep. then followed me back. And then I, I literally sent the DM that night. And then the rest is history. The we started hanging out. But yeah, like when we first started talking, one of the first things I learned about Caitlin was that they have a YouTube channel, Quiet Case, on YouTube. Go sub. <laughs> and... Yeah, like one of my first introductions to Caitlyn was a YouTube video. Yeah, didn't of like you watch her time in Europe? You watched, yeah, you've seen me on the internet, like my personality and everything and my voice, and uh, before you actually met me. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I never said my allergies are really bad. So if I'm literally breathing out of my mouth, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, Joseph's over here talking, and I'm just like. <sighs> But that's where I'm at right now. Just have, just have to let you know, I'm I'm not dying, but my allergies are rough. So I just need to throw that in there. But going back, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's funny because when you talk about like not wanting to like hit up people in person, at first like oh like you're just not being courageous, which honestly that's hard as fuck. So like that's also not like, respect, uncomfortable. But I mean, no respect, but like. I, I never really thought about that, though, like how that could just like make people uncomfortable. Because, I mean, that's definitely happened to me before where people have made me uncomfortable because they were like trying to hit on me and like exactly doing the most. like I could um, just shoot a DM and like you if you weren't like with it, like you yeah. could have just left it on red. Yeah. And like I would have just moved on with my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. And you're talking about, oh, you know, just sliding DMs like I thought this was I thought this was the first DM you slid into. It was the first DM I slid into. Okay. Yeah, we, had to, we, got it, we got it on record. I would just rather slide in the DMs, personally. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just double check a recording because that will be tragic. If the not. thing is, I've slid into DMs, but not, like, to date someone. Okay. Like, you know, like, if I thought someone was, like, cool or, like, I like their, like, art or, like, I wanted to be friends with them. Oh. I would, like, slide in the DMs. Oh. Interesting. Well, are they, are they like people that you could meet in person? Like, are they mutual friends or something? Or were they just literally like anyone? Like literally anyone. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like, do you still have any like connections with those people now? No, but someone said in my DMs, shout out to the homies. I don't know if you're listening. Worth creating. Hey. They heard a song I did and. Stream they... party. Nope. I mean, stream it when it out. comes out, but like. No, I'll cut it out. Or I'll do a little bleep. It's a funny story. So long story short, I made his whole mixtape about the movie Nacho Libre because it's the greatest movie ever made. And one of the songs that I made ended up getting used in my friend's YouTube video um, about the movie. 
<laughs> and like that video has like I don't know a lot of views. <laughs> so I guess they found my song. I could be totally like making this up. Like they could have just found it on SoundCloud. Whatever. They heard the Nacho Libre song, and so it's pro- it's public. It's public. You can oh, listen to my Nacho stream, Libre song. Listen, stream the, the Nacho Libre mixtape. What is it called? The mixtape's not public, but the one song is. Oh, okay. Recreational Clothes. If you watch the movie, you understand the reference. Stream Recreational Clothes. If you know, you know. If you don't know, I hate to be you right now. What's your name on SoundCloud? Biggie Two Stars. That's my artist name, by the way. How my do you music spell artist that? Name. Biggie is B-I-G-G-Y, two like the number two and then stars is just regular okay no z just s stars i think that's the thing i thought it uh, <laughs> the artist does not know <laughs> honestly this is a pretty recent rebrand <laughs> we will clarify that and make sure to promote that um and everything yeah but anyways they sent in my dms and they're like yo like i'm working on this project like we heard this song like it's it's good like do you want to like be on it and i was like yeah sure you know, like, I get, like, DMs, like, spam DMs, like, oh, we have pizza. But, like, no, nah, I was like, all right, these people, like, are actual human beings. So uh-huh. I'm like, that's so sick. Like, someone likes my voice uh-huh. and wants to put me on a song. Like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. But they heard, like, me rapping. And then they sent over the beat. And I'm pretty sure, like, they thought I was going to rap on it. Uh-huh. Then I made the song Boombox, which is on Spotify. If you go to Worth Creating Boombox, you'll find it. And, yeah. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever made. And they're, like, my favorite producers. They are sick. Like, literally my favorite producer. Because, obviously, I'm biased, and I know the person, and <laughs> no, also the beats I mean, are crazy. I guess I'm technically biased, too, but no. I, it's it's awesome. So. So, yeah, sliding in the DMs, underrated. Like, obviously, there's, like, creepy people. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, an IG influencer that probably gets, like, unsolicited pictures. <laughs> Which then just make them uncomfortable. But, like, you know, sliding in the DMs, you know, like, if you want to, like, get to know someone is is underrated. I feel like people should do it more. I feel like they do now, you know, in the 21st century. Uh-huh. But maybe, like, our generation. I sound so old as I say that. <sighs> I, mean, it, I mean, it's, like, genuine connections, too, that you're making. Like, I feel like it was nice. I think Yes did a good job with his DM. It was just like, hey... <laughs> He found, he like, he did his research. Do and, your research, tip number two. Yeah, there you go. He did his research and got to know me and connected with something that, like, yeah, he found something that we could both connect over. So, yeah, I think that was really cool. And that probably definitely helped me, like, want to give it a go. So. Are you ready? Am I ready? To be on the hot seat. Oh, okay. Will you ever <laughs> do YouTube again? And um, if so, what would you do differently? Because on other episodes of Flux Podcast, you talk about burnout. I think in the last one, you literally talk about burnout mm-hmm. and like seasons. So how would you do YouTube differently if you were to do it again? Um... I can't say for sure if I'm ever going to do it again, but I feel like I probably, but uh, it just gives me, it doesn't, it doesn't even feel good, like saying, committing to anything, um, which I kind of touched on last episode about 
how like I don't even label myself as an artist or like because I like I just feel so much pressure with that with all these labels that come with it and even with the podcast I didn't put weekly I just added that it's weekly in the description by the way but I didn't add that because I didn't like the commitment or like this expectation I'm holding on myself because I don't want to I don't want to fail I don't want to mess up so it's like and obviously like you can still be an artist and like can you still be an artist and not be making things actively I don't know but yes you can (laughs) yeah I guess I mean obviously like I said in my last episode like you gotta have like there's seasons to it and there's breaks but okay but I I will say like if I were to do it again versus am I gonna do it again or not because I don't feel eh, I don't know We'll see. But I'm not closed off to it, I guess I should say. Um, you know, I kind of like Frank, how he moves in the dark. That's kind of what I did with this podcast. Yosef didn't even know I was doing this. Um, but, yeah. Because I felt like... I feel like I'm easily influenced or I let other people's like thoughts and things like affect what I do. So I just wanted to try to get it started at least on my own or not like share it like in kind of like my own little secret until it was out and ready. Um, but if I were to do it again, yeah, I definitely would try like a season aspect. Like I would probably do like X amount of videos and like I would plan out the whole year just like I did with this podcast. I started scheduling it out yesterday. Um, of like when I'm going to take my breaks And it's cool because I was thinking about what I could be doing in those breaks too. Like, like this was talking about like merch or something. And like, I can make like fun little projects for myself. Like either it's related to the podcast or it's not. But I feel like I get so tired too of doing the same thing all the time. So, I mean, hence why Yosef's here now. I literally was like, I'm done talking about myself and my problems. But here I am. But... Uh, for the for the week, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I would do it like that because you yeah you gotta live your life as I said in the last episode, and you know do you, when you have those new exposures you can have a different look and approach as learned in all American, <laughs> which we're watching right now. Gotta switch up the approach. Life lessons from all American. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it helps you switch up the approach and stretch you, like, into different places because then you get stuck in the rut and yada yada. So that's my response. Yeah, and, like, I remember, like, the times, like, you were making YouTube videos and I feel like, I feel like when you did drop the YouTube videos, it was, like, very fulfilling, but, like, like, all the work you did to, like, put, like, the video together obviously, like, takes its toll on you over time and then, like, eventually leads to burnout. So, yeah, the YouTube algorithm definitely is very hard to, like, you know, win over and, like, you gotta put in, like, a lot of work and it's just, like, unsustainable. So, like, yeah, it definitely makes sense for, like, YouTubers in general, especially, like, big YouTubers to like do seasons because like how do you live your life like making a video and then like like you film a video and then you hang out with your friends and then you work like through the night just to like you know be able to live your life instead of just 
making a video and editing for the rest of the day. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I literally remember having that conversation with you in like an Einstein bagels or something. I can't remember what restaurant it was, but we were in a booth and I was telling you, like, I feel like I can't live my life. I feel like all I do is like, I'm on the computer and I'm, you know, working on a video or I'm filming the video. Um, so yeah, I figured out that balance, but I mean, again, like, like I mentioned in like the very first episode is like also the amount of technology exposure I'm having. Like I can, I actually am putting a lot of time into this podcast and I thought I was going to. So imagine a YouTube video. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm already like trying to figure out the best routine for this right now. And it's still kind of combobulated, but it's been awesome to like, you know, see the effort you've been putting into this and then like hearing the final product at the end of the week it's been really cool I'm a fan I appreciate that Chomsley mm-hmm. well you actually answered a lot which is cool um but I love to like dive into some of the the, the nitty gritty um Nacho Libre reference <laughs> I didn't commit though SMH um, but I thought a fun question. Oh, also I'll say that I kind of, some of these questions I stole from these random students in psychology from 1997 to 1998 and above. Dang, that's when I was, that's like a year before I was born. I was born in 1997. My age. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I had some ideas for some questions and then they were feeling kind of like, eh, and then these that's my dog, by the way. <laughs> that scared me. I thought it was a car. Like, <laughs> um, I have a bulldog, and she snores very loud. So if you hear snoring in the background, it's not my parents or my brother. It's my dog. She wanted to. She get, just wanted to say hi. Podcast, she wanted to get in the podcast. Be known, well. acknowledged. Um. Yeah, they had. They they literally had like a, some kind of project, I guess. And they, it's like a whole list forum of like every single year where they're asking, uh, questions to creative people. And so I thought that was really cool. Cause you know, psychology, like, you know, the mind and then creativity. And so I felt like, wow, like we're going to get some really cool questions to like, really like get in there. All right, let's do it. How would you describe your personality? My personality? Uh-huh. Um... I feel like I have two personalities. Like oh, okay. Me off the soccer field. Oh. And then me on the soccer field. Uh-huh. I play soccer, by the way. I played my whole life. Still do. Um, off the soccer field, I feel like I'm very, like, chill, like, reserved to myself. Um, I feel like my whole personality is based on, like, the music I like. And I'm totally cool with that. Because, like... I. I feel like you can learn so much about someone by, like, the music they listen to. So, yeah, <laughs> my personality is just based on music, the music I like, the music I want to make, the aesthetics I pull from, like, the music I like. You know, it shapes, like, kind of, like, everything around me. My graphic design passion, I guess, started from music, seeing, like, album art and mm. merchandise design and then, like, just, you know, like, tour posters, like, a cool era like i mean my bad the aesthetic of like an album release can like make or break like that era because like mm. i don't know if i don't like like the aesthetic or like you know the visuals that come with the music 
I tend to like not like the music that much. But... You don't want to be a part of that world. <laughs> the world they built is is not. It's yeah, not nice. like the world building. World building is very important to me. Um, hence why I'm such a huge Tyler the Creator fan. It's like I feel like every album is just an experience. But yeah, my personality is definitely based on like the music I listen to. Um, also, film. I feel like film has mm. like influenced me, but I, I'm just gonna stick to music. So would you say are your on the soccer field though? Oh my, yeah, my no, 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 you didn't answer that part. My I bad. am fiery. Like if, <laughs> there are people that do not know soccer me, and you know it's probably better that way because <laughs> it gets intense. Like I'm not a competitive person until it becomes a soccer game, mm. and then you know I like you know. I try really hard to win and honestly I don't care like if people think that's like cringe you know like being competitive but for me I feel like if I'm not trying my hardest like I don't care like I'm, I'm 25 like I'm playing in an adult league game I'm treating it like it's the world cup final because that's I how it's it. the most like fun to me like if it's just another game then like I don't know like why am I playing yeah. like, I like to give my all for sure and like get better and like do my best so like I don't know. That's just me. So fiery. I'm fiery. That's how you explain it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like Charmander. So you said that your, like, music and film kind of shape your personality. So what would you say are, like, a few songs, albums, projects, films, what media, form of media uh, or things do you feel like is like a big influence in your life right now currently currently or like okay currently um like i like i mentioned before i feel like tyler the creator has like literally been such a huge part of my life since i was like in eighth grade listening to bastard so right now like the whole like call me if you get lost era has been like super like influential to me and like i don't know if this is gonna sound like all right bro it's just music but for me like that album is so much more than an album like it's a whole like lifestyle of like you know like get lost like try new things like explore the world um yeah that like really resonated with me and like i've been doing like a good job of like trying different things you know like traveling enjoying the views i haven't you know like when i go out like i'm not really like on my phone like i'm just enjoying myself so that era and then obviously like the fashion that came along with it like the pleated pants and the loafers i loved a lot and like yeah i definitely like don't feel like i copied it but i was definitely like heavily like influenced by that for sure like i feel like that opened my eyes to like loafers and i feel like Ever since then, I've been wearing them a lot. Another album that's influenced me. I feel like I gotta say it. Say everything. Whole lot of red. Playboy Cardi. <laughs> it came out December twenty twenty, so I'm gonna put it <laughs> album of the year twenty twenty one. That's been such a huge inspiration to me, and I have no idea why. Okay, never mind. I do. I so. Okay, surface level, if you don't really know what's going on, you're going to listen to it. It's going to be chaos. You're going to be like, what the heck is happening? But 
if you followed this man's career, you can see, like, the effort it took for him to get there. Like, okay, maybe, okay, if you don't, if you don't agree with me, whatever. I don't care. You're wrong. Oh, I'm no, right. not no. that you're wrong, you're <laughs> right. Kidding, kidding, we don't kidding, do kidding. that here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. But, like, just, like, the effort to, like, completely change your sound with every album has been super inspiring to me. Like, going from, you know, like, his regular voice to then the baby voice on Dial It and then just going completely, like, vampire, I guess, on uh-huh. this album has been, like, super inspiring for me to see. And I just appreciate the effort and the commitment to, like, like I said, the aesthetic, like the era, you know, making it enjoyable for like the fans. I feel like a lot of people focus too much, like not too much, but they only focus on the music and they don't focus on like everything else. And like sometimes they get in this like comfort zone where they're just dropping kind of like the same music over and over again. And it's cool, but it's not timeless. And there's like nothing wrong with that. But I just like, I don't know, it's not like inspirational to me or like it doesn't do anything new for me like a whole lot of red does that like challenges the way i listen to music and i'm like wait what the heck did i just listen to i want to listen to that again so no that's really cool because i feel like i mean i obviously since him being my boyfriend and we're in the car together and he drives and he you know he's he's on the ox Hey, if I'm driving, hey, I'm oxing. All right, all right, yeah, all right. You don't need to get into that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I was just recently talking about how, like, I like that he was really experimental. But just you even like actually just like laying it all out and talking about the transformation. I mean, he's literally king of pivoting, and he got you know maybe he got tired of doing that one thing and then he moved on to the next thing, and I think that's like. That is very inspiring. Like, damn, I'm really inspired by Cardi right now. But <laughs> People don't take risks. Like, yeah. Which is, like, I feel like there are some musicians that treat it like a business. Like, mm, hey, that just, yeah, they're just bag. here. Yeah. And there's people that actually care about, like, the stuff they make. And they do it because, like, they love it. Yeah. Or, mm. they, I mean, or they just want to have fun and, like, not, or it's just not even that serious. Like, it could just be, like, it's just, like, fun for them, you know? And I'm not even talking about them. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I definitely think some people just want to drop things that other people like. Yeah. Like, as long as you're doing it for yourself, then, like, you know, like, you're doing it right. Mm. It doesn't have to be, like, groundbreaking or anything. But as long as you like it, then it's cool, like, to me. You can tell, like, when someone's heart is in something. Um, Another artist, I feel like we need a shout-out and give their flowers give them flowers is Ravina, who's mm-hmm. one of Caitlin's favorite artists. Mm-hmm. It's an artist that I admire. That's, that's what I was like when you were talking about worlds, I was thinking of Ravina. Yeah. Asha's Awakening has probably been like one of the best albums of 2021, if not the best. And again, like I thought it was so cool how like this era was like kind of like an alternate universe, right? From the first album. It's a different planet on the same universe. Yeah, 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 my bad. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) And, like, there was, like, a whole, like, comic book with it that told the story of the album. And another thing that I thought was so sick was that Ravina, like, took risks and kind of, like, 
blended, you know, like the Western like sound. The what blended like the Western sound with kind of like her like Indian influences because she's Indian. So yeah. Yeah, and I will say like you talk about the world building. I'm, I just started like for me my tra- my train of thought went to like all the different music I've listened to and what stuck with me and I feel like the ones that have more life or at least that I go back to typically they have like a world around it and you can associate it with like a time or like a feeling and like for example like patched up by Biba Doobie one of I think it's her either her first project or her whatever earlier one ones. of the first ones yeah like I mean the album cover is this you know her in like a fall setting and and obviously the music the sound itself it sounds gives that gives that vibe but like it or even though it's just that album cover it already like already gives like a world to me and yeah I feel like also world building is like shows like you have intention with your music or like whatever you're making like there's a lot of intention going into like you said like some people just drop stuff just to drop stuff but I feel like when you build that world then like you're more curious and at least I am I become more curious about that world and I want to know more about it so yeah that's really cool like there's a lot of stuff here I'm gonna reflect on because I really learned a lot you talked about how like you perceive yourself, you're two different personalities, but I was curious to see what you, how you think other people perceive you. Dang. <laughs> um, I feel like other people would say that I'm very passionate about the things that I like. Mm-hmm. I like to think that other people think that I'm caring and like I care about like you know the people that I love because I try my best to like show them that I do um I definitely think sometimes people might get annoyed by my competitiveness on the soccer field and I don't blame them (laughs) um I will say he's also cheeky off the field when it comes to competition oh he's not as intense I guess he's not as like but there's definitely still competitiveness there, and he wants to win. Yeah, I mean, that just goes... I'm not, But it's not, like, intense, like, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I lose, it's... Yeah, you're not... Yeah. But, like, yeah, whenever I do something, I'm not, I don't want to, like, lose... I guess, like, that's kind of, like, a jockey attitude. But, hey, it's more fun that way. <laughs> Sue me. So... Dang, what do other people think about me? I mean, those two are definitely, you know. I feel like I gotta say a negative one, because, like, can't be all positive. Or maybe, like, that's just an insecurity in mine. We're getting into it. (laughs) We love talking about insecurities here on Flux. I feel like since I am so passionate, um, and, like, you know, like, I like what I like, I'm, like, afraid, I guess, that people think that I'm, like, self-centered and like try to make things about myself all the time but yeah that's definitely like an insecurity I have Mm. even though like that's very far from the truth like I like be you know I'm a soccer player like I like being part of a team I like helping out like people like I like 
I do always do better in group settings. I don't think I'm like self-centered, but it is an insecurity that I have. Hmm. It's like, yeah, I feel like that's... Have you felt like, have you felt like that like for a long time? Like since like you were like younger or? Um, I feel like, you know, I, I think when all my friends went to school and I stayed here to go to school like closer to my home um I mean I made friends at college that I love but I wasn't as like close with them so I never really felt that with them uh-huh. but like you know as we're going getting older and like we're all going our separate ways like I don't know maybe it's like a new thing because I'm like dang I don't want to like lose my friends so okay so you know like it's gonna come to a point where like someone's gonna move and like or maybe I'm gonna move Mm -hmm. and like it's eventually gonna happen but I'm like yo let me not like mess it up before Mm. that happens so like yeah I've been like I get in my head about that recently like with my like friends and like my cousins Mm -hmm. and stuff like that because yeah I definitely don't want them to not like me not because like I don't want them to not like me but because I feel like our time is not forever and like mm-hmm. yeah like it's okay if you don't like me before but now I'm like <laughs> no man I still love you uh-huh. and I don't want you to not like me before like we have to go our different ways Aww. well um, going back in time I know before this we talked about like things you wanted to be when you grew up and you mentioned trash trash man I wanted to be a garbage man, yes. Why And why was that? Dude, because it, so, it looked so sick to me when I was a kid. I'm like, yo, they're riding on the side of a car. I want to <laughs> do that. Yeah. Before that, I wanted to be Spider-Man. That was your first like career choice, right? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel, if you're listening, you can still make my dreams come true. But like, no, nah, I wasn't trying to be the actor, though. Yeah, wanting I wanted to be Spider Man. I Spider-Man. was literally trying to be Spider Man and like that get bit by like a radioactive so, spider. I love that. And Absolutely. Just fly through the city like helping people. Like that's why that's I wanted so to do pure. That. I'm like getting emotional. That's so pure. Um, how old were you? Do you know? Uh, I was like six, uh, seven. I was in kindergarten. That is so pure. What else did you want to be when you grew up? Hmm. Maybe for like a short while, a professional soccer player, and then you know I hit eighth grade, and I like Kid Cudi. Mm. Like, well, actually, I started rapping in sixth and seventh grade because of like Lil Wayne. Uh huh. Because I, I was like a huge Lil Wayne fan. Uh huh. I had like all the mixtapes downloaded at that age. Sorry, mom. And then, <laughs> yeah, my mom didn't want me to listen to music with bad words. But... <laughs> We did it anyway. Um, and then, yeah, I did... Uh, Man on the Moon 1 came out by K. Cuddy. And that was, like, the first album I heard where it was, like, a rapper. But there... I'm not saying he's, like, the first person to do this. But it was definitely the first album that I heard from a rapper where they're singing and they're, like, talking about their feelings. And, you know, like, the, the stuff that they're going through. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever and like ever since then I like I wanted to be like a rapper musician and like in high school like um 
me and my friends like made our own collective definitely inspired by Tyler the Creator and Odd Future and we made music and like yeah so I've been making music from the early days with on Audacity and with a rock band microphone not even like a real microphone and I had the worst popping sound because I didn't have a pop filter <laughs> but yeah I've just been making music ever since then and then like yeah I it took me a while to like take it more seriously um this kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier where you're like scared to call yourself an artist or like you don't like to call yourself an artist I think you should call yourself an artist because you don't have to like put out art to be an artist like there's like no pressure like you're an artist like you create podcasts like you create illustrations in your own free time like whatever it is that you're doing like you're being creative and like you're creating art and like just because like the world doesn't see that doesn't mean like you're not an artist well it's not even just the world like even if i'm not doing any of those things you know do you do you want to be an artist i mean i feel like you don't have to you don't have it doesn't have to be you don't have to be paid for for you to be an artist no no no. But that's not, it's like, not even about that it's like so you asked me the question of, like, how people perceive you. Uh-huh. You never, like, say you're an artist. You never tell people that you're an artist. How are people supposed to know you're an artist or, like, think of you as an artist? Well, and that's what happened with me in music is, like, I was so scared about, like, what other people would think that mm. I would, like, keep the music to myself and, uh-huh. like, release it and, like, not tell anybody and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And then it's, like... I don't know, like, it was just, like, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking like that, but I just realized, like, nah, like, I need to be, like, my own biggest cheerleader, like, I need to, like, put my music out, like, I need to be, like, I am confident in it, I just need to be, like, confident to show, like, other people it, and I want people to, like, look at me and be like, hey, that's Joseph, he's an, he's a music artist, like, he's a, he's a singer, he's a rapper, so, yeah, I've just been slowly working up to it after, like, years of being scared. It doesn't happen, like, overnight. But, yeah, I've been dropping, like, more songs over the past year on my SoundCloud, promoting it. Um, big things on the way. So stay tuned for that. We got some music videos. We got some promo videos. We got some singles dropping, Spotify. So Let's go. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, um... There is a part that's like... I guess a better question is, what do you want people to perceive you as? I mean, obviously, people perceive you as Caitlyn, like, a friend, a daughter, but, like... Well, I guess just, like, kind of, like, get into that, though, with the art, like, the artist thing. Like, I think there is a part that's like, oh, like, you know, I call myself that. I put all these different names on myself. Like, I ha- like I was really multi-hyphenate at a time where I was, like podcasting illustrating um you know doing all the back-end stuff for the podcast um alongside my friend and um also doing youtube and then also wanted to be like it like yeah there's just a lot at the same time and i remember having it all in my bios and being like i'm doing i'm x y and z and then i just wasn't doing them again anymore after a time which we talked about and we're not gonna get into but i think I guess, like, I don't want, I guess, like, that is kind of, like, oh, like, 
they're gonna like I'm putting that on there again like it's just gonna is it gonna disappear again like am I just gonna like not be in ours anymore because like whatever um but like youtuber podcaster everything that's just like a specific thing like you're still an overarching like artist yeah and I think well I think the whole problem I had was this like the constant action of doing or creating or producing as an artist like I felt the pressure that comes with it yeah like a label yes yeah like the that's why I don't like it that's why I don't want to put it on anything because it's like oh like that means I need to like constantly be producing creating writing something 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 doing 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 when before that's all I did it's spicy in here you want to take off your shirt while we have the break I just personally don't think like you have to like put out art constantly to like be an artist no you don't like I definitely understand where you're coming from and like how like attaching that label can be like a lot of pressure to like do 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 Mm -hmm. so then when you don't do then you're like damn i feel like ass right now yeah and also like yeah the dependence on an identity because i've had so many identity crises and stuff it's like i don't want to base my whole self on these like labels um because then when i don't do them or whatever but i know like at the end of the day it's also like again the change of mindset the change of approach if i change the way i look at what an artist means to me then maybe you know there'll be a come a time where i can feel comfortable again and i can like add that onto me you know um but like the way that I perceive it for myself is like not the way that I would like it to be um at the moment yeah and yeah just pressure um I feel like in the past like there are people that give me a hard time about like the fact that I'm like doing a bunch of different things and so I think that's also part of what makes me insecure Cause it's like, oh look, like Caitlyn's changing their mind again, and it's like, who the fuck cares what they think? But there's that's still that's still like an intrusive thought that comes up, that's like that. Um, but I feel like it's more definitely more internal. I'm, I'm. If you followed me, if you've been following me, you know, like I'm when I'm passionate about something or when I care about something, I'm not afraid to like. I this is the thing I did do admire about myself, or at least in the past where. I will go on the story. Like, people might find that embarrassing. I don't. I'm like, hey, y'all, like, listen to my, watch my pot, listen to my podcast, watch my video. We had to talk about this. Like, no one I know in schools, like, promoting their random stuff on their stories. Like, you know, they're just, like, living their life. Um, and I feel like some people find that embarrassing. Um, like, even an artist that I look up to, or, um, you know, didn't feel comfortable sharing their YouTube when they were younger and for me it's like it doesn't even embarrass me it didn't even embarrass me now it's like I've been slowly getting work working more up into like being comfortable promoting myself again um again the only reason I haven't been as much is because I don't want to put pressure on myself I'm like oh man am I really gonna like I'm just it's just dude art is like a relationship like if I put myself out there I'm gonna have to like really get I'm, I'm, I'm committing to something I'm committing to this thing and so, like, that's why I get hesitant and stuff. Thank you for sharing that perspective. I think that's super, super cool that you were able to say that. And, like, obviously, like, I have my way of, like, viewing the world, but I feel like there's probably a lot of people who feel the same way as you where, like, a label can, like, 
add a lot of like unnecessary pressure to them and like I think before you said that I didn't like understand but like now I do so isn't that what's so beautiful and that that's that and like whatever you do like make you know like if people hate on you for like doing something different fuck them (laughs) whatever you do like make you always like you just did right now is you know you add your point of view like your unique point of view to it and that's why I think everything you've done has been so successful I mean to me at least and that's why like I love your illustrations because you're able to like capture like how you're feeling through just like you know shapes and y'all don't know this I mean there's a few songs out there (laughs) but Caitlin is a sick songwriter like honestly like I don't understand how you cannot make music but then write songs about how you're feeling so well I feel like for me the hardest thing to do is write a song about like how I'm actually feeling (laughs) and like examine like you know my mental health and like what's going on in my life Mm. can't do it and if I do do it it's cheesy Mm. but Caitlin's so good at it like y'all don't even know yet Caitlin does decide to drop music gonna find out but hey I will you know be proud of my work I'll plug in bumblebees click on soundcloud um you can listen to those artist name is also oh artist name look at me artist name is also kawaii case so give it a listen here are the stages of life i've been in this is what you're about to do you're about to after you finish this podcast (laughs) you're gonna go outside hopefully it's not raining it's if it is, you know, you gotta postpone till tomorrow. <laughs> if it's not raining, it's a nice day outside. Wait till the sunset. Go on a walk. During your walk, go on SoundCloud at Kawaii Case and play the song Bumblebees. You will not regret your decision. <laughs> and this is why we're compet we're competitors as number one Kawaii Case fan. I'm for sure number one. No competition. <laughs> I'm no, you're definitely blowing me out of the water, but I'm working on becoming that person for myself. True. <laughs> Maybe you'll get close to to me one day, but you'll never be number <laughs> one. Um, I feel like we could probably split this and do another episode, but I feel like I don't know if you're going to be able to I don't know if you'll film with me again. I feel like you're going to cuz you're far away. No, we'll do another episode. We can save the rest of it for another time. Okay. Cuz I mean, obviously, I want to talk about more things, and I really, really enjoyed this, um, but I don't want it to stop. Like, I want to continue our conversation still um, on another episode. For sure. But, yeah, wow. It's funny, because... One million comments, I come back <laughs> on the pod. Well, what's so awesome about this, I had, like, I have, like, over, like, tw- I have, like, 25, 20 to 25 questions on here. We only did, like, two or three of them. And everything else just happened organically, which is amazing to me, and I love that. Um, I think they're nice to just have there because they're just like, hey, like if we don't know, or if we want, like, just have to like talk about something different, then I I can have them there. But I absolutely love this conversation. So cool! I learned so much about you, 
And that's the reason, that's one of the reasons why I was so excited about this podcast, because obviously, like, we've been together for almost four years now, but there's always more you can learn about, um, you know, the other person in your life. And, and also just about these things like creativity. Um, you know, I'm in a stage right now where I'm really trying to discover what that looks like. Um, and yeah, so it's nice to hear other people's perspectives and learn from them. And normally I like to give mm, the listener like a question or something they can take away or some kind of maybe, um, a lesson or like some challenge for them. So do you have any like, uh, challenge for them for this week, uh, based on what we talked about that you want to like give them for their like self-development and create or and or creativity? I feel like since I'm such a music nerd, I feel like we got to do a music question and it's kind of like the same one you asked me. Um, can you ask her? <laughs> she just wants, my dog just wants to be in the pod. <laughs> this week's question is, which music artist or album has inspired you the most in your life? In your life. In your life. I feel like maybe that's too niche because like I also feel like I kind of did this question last week. Uh, did, oh, I, I I answered that question. Yeah, you did like which artist? Okay, then you come up with the question. What? I mean, my question was just I was gonna ask the the um ask the listener what they wanted to know about you. What if there's anything else they wanted to know about you? Like, or actually, not is there anything else? What do you want to know? about Joseph Manauer, also known as Biggie Two Stars. And if you ask, answer the question on Spotify, or you can just DM me on at Kawhi Case, then I will I will have it and answer it in the next episode or on my stories at Kawhi Case. Um, so that was what I had. But um, I'm trying to reflect on like a conversation now and see what someone can, a challenge we can give them. Um, and we can also give ourselves as well, because that's what I try to do too. I just think music is so, um, for me, has been so inspiring. And I feel like when I was in seventh grade, I loved coming home, opening up my like Windows laptop, and just going on Hot New Hip Hop, Dat Piff. And just searching for hours for new music. So I think a fun challenge for our listeners, your listeners, <laughs> our listeners for this episode to do is to go on the internet and just search for new music to listen to until you find something that you're like, oh shit, I've never heard this before and it's fire. Like, thank you me for taking the time <laughs> to actually search for some new music do you have any tips on how they can do that because some people don't know how um yeah that's a good question i think if you have spotify they do a really good job um if you have like a song you like you can go and like make a radio station from it and see what songs they suggest also if you like an artist you can go to fans also like and then click on an artist from there where you're like 
I've never heard of this artist and then like listen to their music. Hey, sometimes, you know, the music just isn't for you. You can go to the fans also like of that artist and then find a completely different artist that you've never heard of. Now you're like going down the wormhole Mm -hmm. and eventually I find something that I like. And also playlisting on like all the streaming services is another way to find new music. Um, yeah, there's like blogs. I think Pigeons and Planes mm. does like the best new artists mm-hmm. of the month. I found some new music from that. I don't know where to look other than that though for blogs. So I feel like that, yeah, I mean, I think that's still pretty good though. Those are best, kind of comprehensive. I, I follow a lot of musicians mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So like they like plug their friend yeah. like, hey, like this person just dropped the song. I've never heard of this person. That's- There's a reason I call him Pop Culture King. <laughs> Music Pop Culture King. I do not know what Kim Kardashian is doing right now. Uh, I mean, as long as if it pertains to Ye, then, <laughs> then maybe I do. But that's just because I'm a stan. Thank you for receiving our energy. And thank you for showing up today, whatever that looks like. If you'd like to continue to join me on this journey of self-discovery and constant transformation, as well as possibly see Yosef again um, or hear Yosef again, find Flux wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave me a five-star review. Where can people find you, Vicky Two Stars? Um, my name is not really that easy to spell so i can't i mean like okay spell it okay you find me on instagram at yosef y-u-s-u-f underscore manauer m-o-n-a-w-e-r and then how do they listen to your music for my music you can go on my soundcloud which is biggie two stars b-i-g-g-y the number two and then stars Let's double check if it's... <laughs> How do I not know this? Is it... Like I said, this is a new rebrand, so... Don't... Is it S or Z? No, it's definitely S. I don't like the Z. Yep, this is you. <laughs> okay. It's an S, y'all. Okay. <laughs> um, you can follow me... On Instagram at Kawaii Case, K A W A I I K A C E, for future podcast updates and to get to know each other better. You can send me or Yosef um, that new music you found. If it's sick. Or, you know, let I us know. I want to listen to it. Yeah, give us new music to listen to too. Thank you so much for being just as you are. I cherish you deeply and I'll see you next time. And possibly you'll see. Um, you'll see next time as well. So, see ya. Bye. <laughs>